Hi guys, once again, welcome to Todo en Vida podcast. We are filming episode four today. In the previous episodes, I did talk about purpose, you know, kind of how it's important about who you have in your corner. And when we're searching for purpose along the way, you know, sometimes we come across the wrong people or we try to find a person, you know, that we can go ahead and spend our life with. I wanted to go ahead and touch on dating, um, just what it's like dating as someone who is successful. I feel like I've tried to work a lot on finding my purpose. I've done a lot of of work on myself to be able to create financial stability for myself. And with my experiences, with coming across relationships, friendships that weren't meant for me, I kind of wanted to go ahead and touch on sometimes we think that validation is going to be through the things that we are achieving. What I mean by that is everybody from the outside sees me and they see what I have, right? They see my business. They see my car. They see that I have a house. They see that I'm fully, fully stable just by myself, you know, and people always wonder, what do you do outside of working? What do you do outside of waxing? And I really don't do much other than spend time with my family. And if I were to ever have a partner, I know now the things to look for, things to not look for, um, and really just not even look at all. You know, I want to go ahead and be able to recognize things that are not meant for me or things that are not going to align with me and my lifestyle. So I just kind of wanted to go ahead and touch on that. First things first, because I've created stability for myself, I feel like along the way when I was trying to find these things, the stability of having my own business, having my own place, having my own car, really these are only things that make us self-sufficient, right? I feel like that's kind of bottom of the barrel. That's kind of things that we should all have in order to be able to move at our own freedom. So along the way, I used to think, you know, I'm not going to be ready to date until I'm financially stable, until I have X, Y, and Z. And honestly, I think that that was one of the biggest jokes that I could really play on myself because once I achieved all these things, unfortunately, I didn't run into people that were wholeheartedly genuine. I think that when from the outside looking in, I have it all together. I have all these great materialistic things. Unfortunately, it doesn't attract the best, the best people, the best crowd. You know, um, a lot of people just kind of see what I have and they don't really see the inside, you know. I also wanted to go ahead and share some light on the things to try to avoid, you know. Now the dating pool, honestly, the the standard, the bar is really set in hell. Like it's bare minimum, okay? The reason why I say that is because we're in a generation where it's really unfortunate that women that are stable, that are secure, that have created just overall stability for themselves, unfortunately encounter partners that for some reason, and it, and it says a lot about you when you want to go ahead and take care of somebody else. Maybe you're trying to heal the part of you that never got taken care of. But now we're in this dating pool of women finding or coming across men that um, that are not able to offer the same thing in return. And then on the contrary, too, we're now in a dating pool where men that are willing to be providers come across women exceeding things that they cannot even offer themselves. So. With that being said, you know, I have not, I feel like I haven't came across the, uh, I guess you could say the best people, you know, granted they haven't all been bad, but I was in a, a phase two, or I guess you could say in just a chapter in my life where I was too humble. I kind of downplayed my own value. I didn't really see my own value. And now that I've overcome the other side, granted, I'm still learning how to be comfortable in my single era because 
that era of being single allows you to truly find yourself. Okay. So with that being said, I never want you guys to think that the validation is going to come through the things that you've achieved in life or, or that there's some way to be able to prepare for love that will come to you when God feels it's time, when you least expect it. And when, you know, you're ready to go ahead and receive it, you know, for a really long time, I feel like I, I, like I said, I didn't really see my value and I started pulling my own weight alone. There was a period where I tried to play every role. I tried to be the provider while still being feminine, while still being a great partner. And unfortunately, I, I couldn't play all those roles. As a woman, I feel like you cannot be feminine and at the same time to be a provider. It's kind of one of the things that doesn't mix. So I wanted to go ahead and shed some light on that with you guys. If you guys are in relationships that are, like I've said before, not serving you purpose and you're willing to stay in a relationship like that, I'm sorry, but it does say a lot about you. I don't know why we continue to entertain uh, relationships like that or we try to search so desperately for something that is not meant for us. You know, when something or somebody is meant for you, they're going to feel like home. There's not going to be any chaos, confusion, turmoil. It's going to feel familiar. It's going to feel, like I said, like home. So once you find someone like that, hold on to them and don't let them go. Of course, though, recognize the signs of a relationship that's meant for you and not meant for you. For example, if it, if it brings you insecurity, if it brings you stress, if it brings you disrespect, then of course don't stay there. But I speak out of experience. I didn't always have it all figured out. I didn't always have the answers. It unfortunately took me to be in relationships, a relationship that I didn't see my value. I didn't see my worth and I truly lost myself. And that's what helped me gain the knowledge of things to do and things to never do again, you know? So I come to try to go ahead and just share that knowledge on, with you guys. And hopefully you guys can learn from it. Um, like I said, I don't ever want you guys to feel like the value is going to be set for you based off of the things that you have achieved. You have to be very aware of the people that come into your life because I've said it before, it can be either detrimental to your success or to your downfall. So with the dating pool now, I feel like a lot of us try to look for it. A lot of us try to see when it's going to come for us and when it's going to come to us or things like that. And that's not how it should be. I think that along the way, just continue to work on yourself, work on yourself and just be aware of, of what it is now, what the standards are nowadays and what, and never lose your own morals, never lose your own value, never lose sight of the kind of love that you want. You know, um, it's something that it's hard for a lot of us to grasp right away. Sometimes, like I said, it takes us to be in relationships where we don't feel ourselves, where we don't see our value to learn to never do that again. So with that being said, just try to pay attention to those signs. Try to pay attention to those things. If it's not serving you purpose, please don't settle. Don't constantly look for it. Really, really feel comfortable in the era where you get to be single, where you get to go ahead and find yourself. Along the way, you get to experience, instead of constantly looking for a person to be able to live life with, try to just go ahead and be comfortable with spending time with your friends, spending time with loved ones. When that time comes, relationships are not just the honeymoon stage. They are a huge responsibility. And I would like for a lot of us to know that sometimes people are too scared to be alone, that they look for reassurance or they look for a partner to go ahead and do life with when really we're capable of doing it by ourselves. 
uh, even when even when we pass and we're buried, no casket got bunk beds in it. All right. It's literally just a bed for one person. So you have to realize that same way you went into this world, you came into this world, you're going to go ahead and go out, which is by yourself. That's why you have to be comfortable by yourself. For a long time, I wasn't. One of the biggest things for me was having my business, right? I wanted to go ahead and, and have a family. I wanted to go ahead and feel like everything that I'm currently doing is going to go towards my future family. It's going to allow me to be able to create the family that I never had. So how, how was I going to achieve that? It was going to be through my person, right? But that doesn't mean that because I would want a family one day settle for the bare minimum. And I feel like sometimes a lot of us do that or we get stuck in the cycle of dealing with the person that is just not meant for us. And sometimes we don't know how to recognize the signs or maybe we do. And it, like I said, it says a lot about us when we're not willing to walk away. You know, if you see that it's something that's not serving you purpose, it's that easy to be able to walk away. Now, I do notice that a lot of people now in relationships walk away way too soon. At the side of one inconvenience, they walk away. And let me tell you something, as long as it's something that's not disrespecting you or you're pulling more weight than the other person constantly, don't think that the grass is going to be greener on the other side. The grass is going to be greener where you water it. If you think that the dating pool has something else out there for you right now, telling you right now, the bar is in hell. You're not going to find anything out there. And if it's just simply not serving you purpose and that's why you would like to remove yourself, then go ahead and do that. But don't think that you know, the grass is going to be greener elsewhere. Like I said, the grass is going to be greener where you water it. I would like to go ahead and try to give my advice on the dating pool, what it's like dating as someone that is successful and how on the outside, I have all these materialistic things that you would think would allow me to be ready to receive someone, but it, it's not my time. I really feel like God has me in a season of isolation. Maybe a lot of us can relate to that where God has us in a season of isolation so that we can better find ourselves, work on ourselves, and just simply be comfortable with living life to the fullest with our friends, our families, before we're able to receive the blessing of being in a relationship. While it is a blessing, it is also a responsibility that I think a lot of us don't understand that it's also a responsibility. You know, we, we just think that it's, it's the honeymoon stage and it's the cute Instagram pictures. And it's not really like that. Relationships are a huge responsibility. And when you obtain that responsibility, you need to make sure that you obtain it with someone who's willing to push the same weight as you. It, it, it's not always going to be 50-50. Granted, maybe there are some days where it's going to be 80-20, but you have to pay attention to more than just the physical, especially in today's generation. We get so lost in just, for example, women, we just want a man with money. That's not how it should be. Have a man that is a problem solver. Have a man that is a provider. Even if he's not the richest in the world, a generous man, someone that's a family man, someone that has morals, and someone that is going to be true even behind your back, you know, to your face and of course behind your back. But it's just, it just sucks. This dating pool is really not the best. And the biggest thing for me, I used to, when I would like evaluate what kind of person I would want, right? Of course, you go with like, the exterior. I want someone good looking. I want someone with a career, this and that. But my most important thing recently has been, I want someone who truly fears God. I want someone that can lead me in my faith to bring me closer to my relationship with God. Because if you find a partner, man or woman, if you find a partner that fears God, they will think twice in the way that they treat you. They will fear a higher power. So they're going to think twice when they do you dirty. Um, or if they do you dirty, because someone who is truly connected with, with God, granted, they're not going to be perfect, 
but they will think twice about doing something that is not rooted from a good place, you know? So I hope that all of you guys can can just take a look and recognize those things and look for something greater in a partner, not just, oh, I want them to have money. I want them to look good, have a nice car, because take it from someone who has all the materialistic things, who has a house, who has a nice car, who has a business. It's very unfortunate that when people see me, that's, I feel like sometimes that's all they see. Um, for a while, you know, I feel like I have to hold myself accountable. Sometimes it was maybe my own fault because I didn't really see my value. Yes, I have my business and yes, it's very successful. And yes, I have my house, but I don't see me having these materialistic things as a flex. I see it as a truly a blessing, you know? Well, yes, it is a huge blessing that I have these nice things, my house, my business, my car. I don't idolize it, but they're the things that can make someone see you as just that. That's all that they see. And with this dating pool, I can understand how that can easily persuade someone's perspective on you, but that's not how it should be. Not only when you're the person dating someone, but also to when you're the person receiving love. You know, you shouldn't be just willing to receive it because it comes from someone that has money or all these things materialistic. You have to take a look at the inside, you know? And it's very unfortunate. If the shoe doesn't fit, then don't wear it. But the truth of the matter is, the dating pool is really not the best right now. Um, and like I said, take it from someone who on the in, out the, on the outside looks like they they have everything, but on the inside, it's like, I'm really just trying to work on myself right now. And I think that that's something that we should all be doing. Work on yourself, be comfortable with being by yourself, soak in your single era and be very conscious of who you have around you. Even, you know, the exchange of energy that you, you partake with someone that you exchange with, be conscious of that. You know, a lot of people nowadays, it's like this hookup culture of just exchanging, you know, sex. And that's not really a good thing. Even that's a huge exchange of energy. You're exchanging a lot of energy with the person that might not even be for you. Not only are you playing with your health, but you're playing with your energy. You can't be just doing that with just anybody. You have to do it with someone who you have a connection with, who you genuinely love and where you guys value each other. Hookup culture is something that's huge right now. I really don't know why, because STDs are very much so real. And a lot of us forget that. But I think it's also, too, because people get lost in just seeing the exterior of somebody. A lot of people nowadays don't really have a relationship with God where they look at someone for more than just the outside. Granted, if it's someone that's hardworking and that comes with a good job, if it's someone that because of their hard work, uh, a result of that is them being able to have stability through having a nice house and things like that, then that's awesome. But that's not everything. That's really not everything. And I, I wish that a lot more people knew that. Um, if you're someone that is just lost in hookup culture, then honestly, that says something about you. That says something about the way that you're willing to settle. And you're not really looking for anything else, you know? And if that's some people's MO, then, hey, best of luck to you. I want to see how that, how far that gets you. But if you're someone who genuinely wants real love or a genuine partner, then be very conscious of who you have around. Be conscious of the things that you accept. And also, too, don't think that your validation is going to come through the things that you obtain, you know? As we continue to grow older, 
we we change. We want different things. So with that, just be willing to go through some seasons alone. Don't be scared of it. I think that I'm still learning that too. My single era has been a huge blessing to me, allowing me to find myself. It allows me to see what I want, what I don't want. And it just reminds me that I came in this world alone and I'm going to come out alone. And, and, and it's not like to say it like in a sad way or nothing like that, but even in your vows, right? It's till death do us part, meaning at some point we're going to part. So before you meet that person, you want to make sure that you can truly soak in the era of finding yourself, know yourself as a person, don't accept the bare minimum. Um, and if you are accepting the bare minimum, take a look at yourself, reflect on yourself and see why you're accepting it. I don't know why some of us don't know when it's time to walk away. Um, it's honestly not that hard. I know a lot of times people feel like, well, it is hard because I have kids with them or I'm married or trust me, that shouldn't even stop you from walking away from a situation that is not good for your soul, that is disrespecting you and simply not serving you any purpose. Because when you are around or with the wrong person, you can tell it, it, it shows, it radiates. You don't feel yourself. You don't look yourself. And truly, you don't love yourself because you get so lost in loving the other person. It shouldn't be like that. Always hold your value. Always be able to walk out of a relationship with the same things that you walked into. Another thing that I want to touch on, I feel like it's very unfortunate that some women, I don't want to say all, but some women get so impressed by the things that a man can give them. Okay. So for example, they want a man that is able to give them a nice car, give them this luxurious experience of fine dining and things like that. And then when he leaves and or however it may be, um, whether this happens to a man, honestly, if, if you're a guy receiving all these great gifts from a girl, then I don't know, that says something about you too. But if I'm speaking from a woman's perspective, if you are someone that is relying on a person to provide these experiences for you, the experience of a nice car, the experience of fine dining, you're honestly just kind of playing yourself because in the moment that they remove themselves from your life, boom, it's all gone. Do not rely on someone else to be able to provide the things that you cannot even provide yourself because the moment that they leave, you are no longer going to have it. And, and then you're stuck back having to do the same things that you should have done from the beginning, which is work on yourself. There's nothing wrong with being a work in progress, but not until you have completed that, not until you've healed yourself. I really don't see why we're so quick to try to jump in relationships. Your partner, yes, will be a, a source of um, a source of like counsel, I guess you could say, where like you can vent to them and stuff like that. But you shouldn't bring all this trauma with you and just kind of dump it on the person that you're with. You should learn how to heal grow through it, go to therapy, do whatever is needed so that when you are blessed with a healthy relationship, you don't absolutely ruin it because you are unhealed from things that you should have worked on prior to getting into a relationship. And I really can't speak for, of course, men, but I can speak for the woman that is willing to be a provider to a man. I feel like a man is just naturally going to want to be a provider or he's not. I don't think that a woman can be feminine and a provider at the same time, because at the end of the day, we have this divine femininity to us 
that allows us to multiply anything that's given to us, whether that is a house, we turn into a home, you know, we literally can multiply the human race. We can go ahead and have children and things like that. So I just don't think that it's best to settle for the bare minimum, especially when you're young or at any age, actually scratch that at any age, you shouldn't be settling for the bare minimum. If you see that you're encountering the bare minimum, then remove yourself from that and take a look at the things that you can offer yourself. For example, right? If I can offer myself a lot of, this is what a lot of women want nowadays, right? They want to do to pick them up in a nice car, take them to a nice restaurant and buy them these things. I could do that for myself. And because I can do that for myself, it requires whoever tries to enter my life to teach me something other than what they can give me, materialistic, materialistic things, materialistically. Like they have to be able to offer more, teach me things, show me how you problem solve, initiate leadership qualities that can essentially help me because a good woman is an investment. And one that is not a good woman is really just going to be detrimental to your downfall. It's going to be a waste of money. And it's going to be kind of like a bottomless pit where you're just going to be throwing money, throwing money, throwing money. And that's what kind of satisfies her in that moment. Again, I'm speaking from the perspective of a woman. You know, these are things that I really wish a lot of us would look, look farther into, not just somebody with money, not just somebody with a nice car, not just looking for somebody that can offer us what you cannot offer yourself, you know? And I speak of this from the perspective of someone that can do that for herself. So as of right now, I don't want to look for anything. I just want to let it naturally come to me. I think that God's timing is perfect. And when you realize that God's timing is perfect, you just wait differently. You're more than happy to wait for him to send you whatever is meant to be for you. Because what is meant to be for you, no roadblock can stop it. Whether that's a person, uh, a job title, position, whatever, just understand that. Whatever is meant for you, nothing can can stand in the way. I know that with this podcast and me trying to talk to you guys about dating, it's a little bit everywhere, but I hope you guys really grasp the concept of what I'm trying to say. Um, I just wanted to be as genuine as possible. I did not always have this figured out. It took me being in a relationship where I, I truly lost myself. I tried to give this person what they couldn't even give themselves. I tried to give them everything. And I thought that that would... And that's my bad for thinking that, but I thought that that would, I guess, validate me. I was also trying to heal the part of me that never received these things, never received this type of love, care, affection, attention, stuff like that. And once I got out of that, I realized I overpoured way too much. I had to remember that I was the woman. I was the one that should have been getting poured into. And while this is no shade, you know, to anybody, you know, I, I truly have prayed for that person and I hope that everything in life is going amazing for them. But the only reason why I touch on this topic, it's because it's a vital lesson that I learned. This is how I got to know what I want, what I don't want. And, you know, nothing is a loss in this life. Everything is a lesson. And because of that lesson, now I can better better instruct other people maybe that need the advice you know it comes from a humble place i truly want to see everybody live to their greatest potential you know and also too if you're not vibrating at your highest self do not expect to find what you're looking for because you're not vibrating at your highest potential so therefore if you're feeling like a 6 
probably going to attract a six. If you're feeling like a 10, if you feel like you're truly doing the work on yourself, then you're going to be able to see things more clearly. You're not going to feel so insecure. You're, you're going to genuinely see your value, you know? So we have to do that. We have to do that work on ourselves. A lot of us run to just kind of try to get into relationship to escape the things that we're facing alone. But that's when you learn the most about yourself. Facing things alone truly allows you to see your power, your potential, and just what you're capable of, you know? So I know right now the dating pool is not the best, whether that's for women or men. I just want us to get comfortable with being alone for a while. You know, it took me not knowing how to navigate through this to try to figure it out. And for a while, you know, because of my business, I'm really, really humble with even like my earnings and stuff. You know, obviously we don't talk numbers or anything like that, but I'm very, very humble with it. And precisely today, I had a meeting with my accountant. And I was I was actually told my numbers in depth what I'm pulling in. And while I don't idolize it, it put things into perspective for me to be like, wow, this is what I could do alone. So if anybody were to ever enter the picture again, I would want them to not only value me, but I would want them to have the same work ethic, be able to be humble, be a provider. How I've been able to obtain this success is through my mindset, how I problem solve, how instead of thinking, oh, you know, I, I need to cut down on some things. My ma- mindset is like, okay, I need to make more money. I, and not for the power of it, just for the freedom of it, you know, because I like to be able to provide for my family. I like to be able to have my own space. I like to be able to know that my car is not breaking down and I can give myself the experience of, you know, having something nice. Not because somebody else gave it to me, but because I worked hard for it. So it puts things into perspective, you know. It's really, really unfortunate that sometimes people wait for a partner to come in to provide them these things. And then when that partner leaves, because even in our vows, it's till death do us part, what are you left with? You're left with things that you weren't even able to offer yourself. So now all those things that somebody else offered you are going to get taken away. And that's not the way that you want to go out. That's not the way that you want to um, live life, essentially, you know. So I really hope that we're all just conscious of the fact that being single is a huge blessing. It allows you to learn about yourself. When it is time for you to receive the blessing of having a partner, be conscious of who you allow into your life. That's going to that's supposed to be your partner. And it's don't be fooled by the honeymoon stage, guys. It's not just all, you know rainbows and sunshine there's going to come hard times you know even with like for example marriage that's the end goal for a lot of people right because some people are dating just to date and that's fine but eventually you do want to find your partner right everyone says marriage is a really hard thing while it's beautiful with the right person it is also a huge responsibility because now you're facing obstacles in life you're facing um trials and tribulations together so you have to make sure that the person that you have next to you can pull the same weight as you or or even teach you some things. Granted, it's not always going to be 50-50. Sometimes it's going to be 80-20, 70-30. But you have to make sure that the person that you have next to you is literally your missing rib um, or just your backbone, essentially. You know, you have to be able to learn from each other. And I'll give you like an example of what that looks like. For example, if as a woman, you find a man that is a sole provider. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you find someone that's a sole provider, 
they work hard, they have an amazing work ethic, they like to provide for their family. And for example, let's say the person that they're with doesn't. They don't like to work, they're lazy, they're greedy. What's going to happen when maybe this person loses their job? What is that other person going to have to offer? I don't mean to just simply talk about money, but I'm just giving you guys an example. It's like, how are you going to be able to provide in order for you to be a hard worker, in order for you to have work ethic, an amazing work ethic at that? It says a lot about your character. You know, you don't want to be lazy. You want to make sure that you can pull your own weight, not just financially, but in and anything that's brought to you in life. You want to make sure that the person that you have next to you can enlighten you, teach you things take leadership when it's necessary. And a lot of us are just stuck in either hookup culture or for women, it's like they just want a man with money. A man with money is not everything. I have to be able to see the way that you take initiative, the way that you problem solve, how you are, how you behave when you're angry, when you're broke, when you're sad. And that's things that or situations that we don't encounter until we're already there and we're like, oh, I, I didn't expect that. Well, of course, you're not going to expect that when everything looks peachy keen on the outside and they're just offering you this la la land of things. Yeah, you're not going to be able to see what trials and tribulations are going to look like with this person because everything's just painted as a beautiful picture. You know, I get it. Again, the dating pool standard is in hell right now, but you can choose what you accept. You can choose what you want to deal with or what you don't want to deal with, you know. So I hope that people are just conscious of that, you know. Don't date potential. But we're at an age where if you're looking to date potential, you're already five steps behind because we're at an age where we should not be looking to date potential. We should be able to have our own value, bring something to the table. And if you can't, then you really have, if you can't bring something to the table, if you don't have your own value, then you really have no business dating. You have no business looking for someone else to fill the cup that you're not even filling in yourself because you should be able to enter into a relationship as two individuals and benefit each other. If it's a cup half full and another cup half full coming together to just complete one cup, then it's not going to work out. You want to make sure that in case their cup is running low, you're able to pour into it because you're full yourself. So just be conscious of that, whether you're a man or you're a woman. I speak for the ladies, you know, a lot of us just get lost in, again, wanting a guy with money. That's not everything. Sometimes men get caught up in hookup culture and that says a lot about you. It says a lot about your character. It says a lot about where your maturity is at and where your self-love is at. If you're willing to just be exchanging energy with any and everybody, then I truly feel sorry for you. Maybe there's some things that you still need to heal. There's things that you still need to work on within yourself. And I, I hope that, I genuinely hope that you get better. And above all else, when you are ready to receive a partner, make sure that they have a relationship with God. I truly feel like when they fear a higher power, they will think twice the way that they, they deal their cards to you. You know, they'll just think twice about it. And I think that that's one of the most important things. It's going to determine how they are as a family person, how their work ethic is, and just overall what kind of person that they are. So always know your value. Do not get lost in what the culture is now. Don't get lost in what this generation of, of dating is, is bringing to the table because really it's just, it's just completely lost, you know?
um, back to even like my situations, it's like, because I have all these great things to offer, it's so sad how that can easily fool somebody, you know? And not, not to say that I'm fooling anybody, but it's like, good thing I'm a good hearted person. Good thing I'm a genuine person at that. Because if not, it's so sad how people can get away with the bare minimum because they have a nice car, because they have a house, because they have a business or they bring financial stability to somebody. That's unfortunately enough for most. But if you are trying to live life with purpose, then that's not all that you're going to look for. So try to just be conscious of that. Try to look for something more than just the material aspect and be comfortable with living by yourself. It took me a while to embrace my single era because, again, I didn't want to feel like everything that I'm doing now, having a business, you know, in the process of trying to purchase a home. And I just always felt like, well, I want to have a family. I want to have a family to be able to fill the house with. And, you know, all the money I make, I want it. I want to be able to have a family that it goes to once I pass because I can't take money with me to the grave. I can't do that. So I figured, you know, when I have a family, they can reap the benefits of what I'm doing now. You know, I've always said, like, what I'm doing now is for my future family. And I hope that one day, of course, they can appreciate it. But also, too, they. I, I for a while, I didn't soak up. Being comfortable with being single because I just wanted to be able to one day have a family and things like that. And I'm not realizing that one day I will get the blessing of being a mom and, and having a partner and things like that. But for now, it's my time to focus on myself, to work on myself and to truly find myself. Because once you have kids or once you have that family that you so desperately desire to have, you're kind of put on the back burner a little bit because everything becomes for your family. So while I can have this era of being selfish, I want to go ahead and take advantage of it. Again, it took me a while. It took me failed relationships to realize this. And now that I'm now that I'm here and I see what I'm capable of doing, I'm more willing to just soak in this time period for me. And I, I think it's something that we should all do. You know, if it's not your time yet, don't worry. It comes to you when you least expect it. It genuinely does. I know that sounds really cliche, but just be just be comfortable in this era, you know, just because you want it doesn't mean that you should settle for it. Sometimes we don't get the things that we so desperately want because God knows that we deserve better. So if you can have the option, which a lot of us do have the option of settling or not settling, please don't please don't settle because once you feel like you're settling, you will truly lose yourself or over pouring into a cup that's not really pouring back. You know, I get it, especially nowadays. You feel like, okay, well, you have to, you have to compromise. You know, you can't get everything that you want. Granted, not everybody, nobody is perfect, but that doesn't mean to settle. That doesn't mean to try to compromise, especially when you know what you bring to the table. And if you truly see your value, if you truly work on that part of yourself, then you will, you will see what you want to settle for or what you're willing to accept better said, you know, because I don't think any of us should settle. Um, like I said, once you do, you truly lose yourself. And that's not a place that you want to be at. Once you're at that point, it's really, really hard to dig yourself out of that hole because you somehow made yourself believe that that's all that you deserve. And that's not the case. You know, granted, I'm not saying walk away at at any slight inconvenience because 
The grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it, but don't be so quick to leave. You know, if it is disrespecting you, if it's not bringing you peace and it's not serving you purpose, then of course, learn to walk away, walk away eventually. Uh, late is better than ever, but also too, don't be so self-centered that you point out every single flaw in the other person. Not everybody's going to be perfect, you know, but if it's something that you can work through, then of course do that. But if it's something that's just not simply good for you, then of course walk away and never undermine your value. I did that for way too long. I have a saying that I stick by it. It's forever humble, right? But I think that people think sometimes that forever humble means that you should downplay yourself or that you should be too humble. And while being humble is a good thing, I don't think that you should be so humble to the point where you don't see your value, where you don't see your worth, where you don't see your potential, your potential and what you're capable of. You know, that's something that a lot of us get stuck in where we don't see our value. So that's why we're able to settle for things that are not serving as purpose. So I really, really hope that you don't create validation for yourself based off of the things that you can go ahead and offer someone else, whether that is a nice car, a house, a business. No, take a look at the kind of character that somebody has, the morals that somebody has, the leadership qualities, the type of partner that they would be, the type of parent that they would be too, you know? Um, that's something that's really important to take a look into, you know, is can you form a family with this person? Granted, not everybody wants kids, but it's just someone that you can be in a, in a in a unit with. And if you can't, then don't waste your time. It's really time is too precious. Tomorrow is not a guaranteed and to continuously waste your time with someone's potential or the possibility of what a situation could be when it's not. It's honestly just kind of a, a waste of time, you know, so do not settle for what the dating pool is now. Don't ever stop to see, don't ever stop seeing your value. Don't ever undermine yourself. Be comfortable with being alone and don't settle for what this new generation is, is offering because there still are genuine hearts out there. And it starts with you. It starts with your mindset. It starts with the way that you treat and love yourself. From there, everything else will flow. You know, also too, like I've said, I, I try not to push religion too much on this podcast, but the Bible does talk a lot about a partner, how a wife should treat their husband and how a husband should treat their wife. And if you can even for two seconds, just pick it up, read, read about that. You'll be able to see things in a different light. You'll be able to see things in a different perspective because it does teach us a lot. It does allow us to see how things should be and not settle for what this new generation is having to offer. As someone who is successful, it's really, really hard for people to see only what I have. You know, I wish sometimes I not that I wish, but I'm so proud of what I do that I can never not speak my truth. You know, when people ask me what I do, I'm very proud of it. So I say it. But all of a sudden, once I say, oh, I own a shop or, yeah, I have my house in Redlands or, or they see what I drive. It's crazy how you see their eyes sparkle a little bit more for you when it's really it's like. Do you know my heart? Do you know what kind of person I am? And good thing I'm a good person, but it's crazy how that's all that they see. Dating as a successful person is, I think, a lot harder. 
because I'm not willing to settle anymore. And then it puts me in positions where people only see what I have, you know, and as long as you continue to work on yourself, I think that you will attract what is meant for you and you'll learn how to navigate through the things that aren't meant for you. You're you're more aware of what to accept, what not to accept. And if you see things are going left, look, especially in relationships, if it walk like a duck, look like a duck, quack like a duck, it's not a swan. You don't sit there and think that you could date potential. Um, try to be aware, try to be conscious of what not only you bring to the table, but the red flags, you know, take a look at the things that you want to accept, what you don't want to accept and really stand by that. Because at the end of the day, that's who you are going to have beside you. It's a partnership. It's not just the honeymoon stage. And you need to know your value above all else, because a relationship is not going to bring that value. A relationship is not going to add value to you. If anything, it's a huge responsibility that I think we need to be more aware of. Um, and like I said, just be conscious of it overall. I never want you guys to to think that make, or make the mistake that I made, that once you achieve X, Y, and Z, then you're going to be more ready for love. Then you're going to be more um, deserving of it. You know, it comes to you at random when you least expect it. But when it is your time, make sure that you've done the work that's necessary on yourself. Please, please, please do not settle because you will see what settling does to you. You'll see what it does to you, not only mentally, physically, emotionally. And, you know, I get it. It's hard with this generation, but anything that's good takes time and anything that's worth it is not going to come easy. So just wait your turn patiently. In the meantime, work on yourself and just be comfortable with this, this era of you being single. You know, if you're currently in a relationship that's not serving you purpose, say or ask God for the prayer that's going to really answer it for you. So I'll give you guys an example just to kind of sum it up before we finish up on this podcast. So at one point, I was in a relationship where I seen that for every three good days, there was 10 bad ones. And I remember one day I made, I, I said the prayer that really answered it all for me. And I said, God, if this person is not meant for me, give me a sign. And sometimes he will give you signs and it, it, you'll see it as gray. You won't really see it black and white. So I said the prayer that really answered it all for me. And I said, God, if this, isn't, if this person is not meant for me, please give me a sign. But I said, but don't give me a sign where I could paint it as gray. I said, give it to me black and white. Give it to me in my face to the point where I cannot ignore it, right? Less than 48 hours later, I mean, this person, you know, we had a disagreement. And due to that disagreement, you know, they started to uh, pack up their things. And I remember I said, that's so sad. I asked God for an answer, for a sign, and look at what you're doing. And that person goes, well, I don't want this to be your sign and you don't listen. And when they said that, I was like, all right, got it, got it. And God is not going to allow peace where you are not meant to be. So if you're in question with yourself right now, is this relationship for me? Is it not for me? Just say that. Just ask them that. If this isn't meant for me, give me a sign and it will come to you. But it's up to you to go ahead and listen. Along the way, make sure you never forget your value. Be comfortable with working on yourself. And my best of wishes to all of you guys. 
May the strongest survive, really, because in this dating pool, I get it. I get how hard it may seem. But just start with yourself. Start with your mindset. Start with the way that you talk to yourself. Start with the way that you carry your day. And when you can do that, I promise the outcome is going to be a lot different. Not because temptation is not going to come to you. Not because things that don't serve you purpose are not going to come your way. Temptation will come your way, but you'll know how to better navigate through it. And that all starts with you. That starts with your mindset. Don't get so lost in today's um, generation of dating where all we look for is, oh, somebody with money. That's not everything. Take a look at someone's core values, their morals, their heart, the way that they navigate through life. And, you know, if you're blessed enough to be someone that receives their person in this lifetime, well, just know you're one of the few lucky ones. And um, don't be so quick to leave a situation that that probably could be good for you. Um, <clears throat> if you know how to recognize that the grass is not greener on the other side, it's going to be greener where you water it. So with that being said, you know, best of luck to everybody. I hope that it goes well for you guys. And in the meantime, just live it up. Just enjoy your single era. Be conscious of the energy that you give out and the energy that you receive. And I hope that it goes well for all of us. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow me on my Instagram underscore Ashley Scarlett, or you can go ahead and follow me on my business page, Self Care by Ash. We also have a podcast page, Todo Be the Podcast. I hope that this, you know, episode spoke to those that need it. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much. You guys have a great time, day, night, wherever you guys are at right now. Thank you. Bye.